but now I'm back here and I'm not going away. But they're not sellers. They can win and they've proven it. That, that is me just kind of being a, a dick, but that's what's going to happen. You have to say it's going to be the Yankees, not your turn. Um, not necessarily. people job you know the people who sit around and don't do anything all day but get paid to do it I'm one of those now um so I've been busy sitting around in you know an office doing a whole lot of nothing all day um so I haven't been on here but now I'm back here and I'm not going away no I am not the only thing going on in the wild world of sports right now is baseball it's the summer kind of sucks it's nice outside go play um but you know Baseball is cool. I'm all right with baseball. Um, so I'm definitely going to talk about it. We're going to have Eric Tyler Pritt on later. He's no longer a blood-sucking monster. Moved up to the Hyattsville area. Metro DC area. Literally about like four blocks from literally being in DC. Um, he's doing well. Moved there with his wife. Setting up shop for a while, I reckon. But... You know, that's what's going on in the life, so now let's talk about sports. Um, life's full of surprises, right? When surprises come up, they're what we focus on. They're what we talk about. We deal with them more or less immediately, and we try not to really think about anything else until we're done dealing with the surprise. Why? Because surprises are fucking awesome. Who doesn't like a surprise? Even the people that don't like surprises kind of enjoy the after effects, they just don't like the moment. They don't like being scared, you know, the heebie-jeebies out of them for, like, seemingly no reason other than it's kind of funny and then you could party after. Surprises are awesome. Surprises are great. Except for, like, a surprise, like, colonoscopy, which doesn't really happen. So surprises are dope. So... Why would we talk about the Dodgers, who are the best team in baseball? That's not cool. The Dodgers are on pace to win 104 games this season, but they've been in the World Series every year since I can remember. Like, no one cares. Also, the Yankees are good, and so why would we talk about that? They're the Yankees. They have more money than everyone else, and they've also been good in the recent past. But you know what's surprising in the world of baseball? One thing that's surprising is that the Giants, pretty good team, started the season 22-34. and 34. Before the month of June, they were 22-34. and 34. They were 12 games under 500. In June, they went 14-13. and 13. They hovered right around 500. And since then, 
They've only lost four games. They're 16-4 and four in July. Since the start of June, they're like, what's that, 12, they're 13 games over 500 in two and a half, or one and a half months, I mean, not even two months. That's incredible. And everyone's saying the Giants are sellers because their record isn't good, which it's not. They were so lousy in the first part of the season that they're pretty much out of contention unless they stay on a 16-4 and four pace, which won't happen. But they're not sellers. They can win, and they've proven it. They can win consistently in less than in just under two months. They're the best team in baseball. They're so good. They're not just okay. They're not just decent. They're so good. I've heard so much talk about trading Madison Bumgarner. They're not going to trade him. He's a once-in-a-generation talent, and they're a really good team who can win next year. Shoot, if, if shit really hits the fan, they might go to the playoffs this year. That's not going to happen, but they might. It's like mathematically not entirely out of the question. We've seen crazier things happen. We saw the Red Sox fall apart in 2011. We saw the Braves fall apart the next season, or maybe it was the same season in 2011 or 2012. We've seen this happen, but it's not going to, you know. But, no, they're not sellers. They're not trading Madison Bumgarner. There's, no, they're absolutely not going to do that. If I was them, I wouldn't trade anybody. I wouldn't buy or sell. I would stick right where I'm at. I'm not sure who they're losing in free agency, but I would, in general, try to keep them. Unless it's a scrub, you know? Just try to keep the same team, really. Maybe go after a free agent or two. Maybe an off-season trade to get another star. But keep your team. Keep your team. In less than two months, 30-17 and 17 can't be a fluke. In one month, 16-4 and four can't be a fluke. It is a fluke in the sense that that's so improbable and, like, a kind of borderline record-breaking run in terms of just how sustained and how excellent it is. But a team doesn't do that if they're not really good. It's impossible. It can't happen. Everyone in baseball is too good for them to just win 16 games and only lose four in July on a fluke. No, the Giants are not sellers. But you know what else is surprising in baseball? The beautiful Minnesota Twins. Can anyone recall a time when the Twins were good? I can't. I can't. I'm not that old. Not old at all. But in my time, in, in my 22 baseball seasons, the Twins ain't been good, all right? The Twins are trash. And this year, the Twins are awesome. They're doing it without any certified stars. They're doing it with Corey Kepler, who's really awesome, by the way. Love that guy. Hit that walk-off the other day against the, the Oakland A's, one of the other hottest teams in baseball. Um, that, that was a dope game. That was the night after the Oakland A's walked them off. You know, stab me in the back, I'll stab you back type thing. That's not a, that's not a thing, but it is now. Um, no, the Twins. The Twins might win the AL Central, which is incredible. And if they don't, they'll probably still make the playoffs with the wild card, which is awesome. I want to see the Twins good for the next, like, forever because it's surprising. Surprises are dope. If the freaking Cleveland Browns won the Super Bowl next year, it would be hype. Everyone would be like, yo, the Browns. Look at the Browns. Like, people literally make jokes about going to poop and take the Browns to the Super Bowl because the Browns are so shitty. Like, that's a thing. 
The Browns have never been good since their new regime. The Browns moved to uh, Baltimore, actually. I'm pretty sure that was that team, um, that ownership. Uh, I'm almost certain, actually. Entirely certain that's, you know, that's what happened. Um, but when the Browns went back to Cleveland, they've been god-awful since. I don't think they've had a winning season since, which is phenomenally crazy. Um, like, let the Browns be good. Let the Twins be good. Surprise me. Sports, please surprise me. No one wants to see Duke win their 38th, you know, Final Four victory and win their 27th national championship. Unless you went to Duke or you're a total dick, you want to see Duke lose because that's surprising, not Duke winning. Okay, all right, going on a huge tangent here. Um, so we got Tyler Pritt coming up soon. Um... Screw it. Let, let's get to him right now. Um, here's our interview from yesterday, July 24th. And now joining us via telephone, we have Eric Tyler Pritt. Hope everything is going well in the Metro D.C. area. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm doing all right. My cat just jumped up in bed with me to cuddle while I'm on here, so everything's good. That is just adorable, honestly. <laughs> Love it. Gotta love it. I'm very happy with this. Oh, man. So, I want to start with this. No one's probably more qualified to talk about this than you. Um, The Rays are good. Um, That seems to happen with them more often than it does other small market teams. Um, From an intelligent Rays fan's perspective, is this a surprise? Are the Rays, before the season, were the Rays going to be this good? Um, okay, so my opinion is right now the Rays are exactly as good as what we expected them to be. Uh, I think we expected them to be in wild card contention, which right now they're in third place in the American League wild card race. Mm-hmm. So, which, so like, that's kind of where we expected them to be after having a really strong year last year and getting 90 wins just barely missing the wild card spot. Uh, they started off tearing through everyone, so that made it seem like we were a lot better than we were, but we've kind of slowed down since then, especially over the last month. We have a below 500 record. I mean, in the past 10 games, we've lost to, like, I don't know, seven or something. A lot, yeah. No, you just got uh, swept by the Yankees. We've not been very strong recently. We don't score a ton of runs. I want to say we're like, uh, we're in the bottom half of the league in runs scored, but we're in like the top three in runs allowed. So that is what made us so good. We don't allow much of anything. Uh, In fact, I think like the Yankees and Red Sox both have scored like more than a hundred more runs than the Rays have, but the Rays have allowed like a hundred less runs than either of them. Right. So like that's keep that's what's keeping us alive right now. But injuries are starting to add up, which seems like every year the Rays are in contention for a while, and then out of nowhere we get real bad. We've had like three injuries in the last week. Kevin Kiermaier's on the injured list. Yep. Uh, as Bill Garcia just went on the injured list. Matt Duffy just came back, but we have a couple guys 
obviously Glasnow's been out for a mile after starting the year at a particular pace. So if we can make it through injury, it's a wild card is reasonable. But we'll see what happens over the next month or so. We got a lot of AL East games coming up. Yeah, the AL East right now is super intense. It's funny you bring up the uh, the Red Sox and Yankees as far as their offense relative to the Rays' defense, or at least pitching. Um, the The Red Sox in the last month are have the best offense in baseball across the board. Um, they're hot in terms of winning, but they're not blowing anything out of the water. Um, yeah. So the Red Sox are kind of an anomaly right now, and the Yankees are too in the sense that they're just so freaking good. They just don't lose. They haven't gotten yeah. cold all year. Seems like they're not going to get cold all year. The Yankees aren't going to play a big game until October, in my yeah. opinion. None of their game, as long as they just stay reasonably healthy, keep doing what they're doing, the Yankees are going to coast. Uh, what is your take on the Red Sox, though? What do you think about that team? I mean, I... Honestly, right now, I trust the Red Sox probably a little more than I can trust the Rays. I think they have as good, if not better, a shot at making a wild card than the Rays do, even though now they're one game behind them in the standings. Just because of that. Pending. Technically pending. I mean, like, in the year of, well, in the last couple of years of the home run, like, that is still something the Rays haven't quite figured out yet, even as we try to get... Uh, fast-throwing pitchers and try to get home-run hitters. It seems like we're always in second because we don't have the money to make it happen. Right. Uh, but Boston does, so that's why they keep scoring a bajillion runs and hitting all kinds of home runs. I think. So the offensive uh, category definitely goes to the Red Sox, but for that reason, I think they're as strong a contender as anyone in terms of yeah, I agree. I mean, they have, without Craig Kimbrell, which obviously is a huge absence, but other than Craig Kimbrell, they have the same team that just dominated baseball a year ago. Um, yeah. They're they're due to get pretty hot, I would reckon. Um, shoot, I had some. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Red Sox-Rays game today. The Rays are up a game right now, but it may change. The Red Sox play the last inning and a half under protest based on that, uh, like, the substitution, the the shift that the Rays manager made. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So, as far as what I've seen, I, like, from what I've read and gathered, I, I don't, it doesn't seem like the protest is going to be upheld. Like, I, the opinions I've seen are that the, like, the protest will be denied and it'll say the Rays win because, Apparently, there's a rule, basically, like, what the Red Sox were challenging or protesting or whatever was that when the Rays made this switch they did, they didn't change their batting order. But there is a rule that basically says if, like, once the designated hitter is removed and the batting order has to be reshuffled or whatever, if the manager doesn't provide the uh, doesn't provide like the new batting order. The umpire basically uh, makes the necessary changes, and then whatever the umpire says is what stands. And like, so the umpire's rule is final on that. 
so based on that rule, it seems like there's not going to be any reason to uphold the protest because even if Tampa doesn't submit the batting order changes, the umpire basically does it for them, and then whatever they choose, that's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And even from the naked eye, like me, I was actually coincidentally listening to the game on the radio. I was on my lunch break at the time. Um, the Red Sox seemed to not really have that much of a case. Like, I get why you would why you would question it and why you'd protest it because you're trying to win and that's just what you're going to do. But it was genius. It was a genius switch. Put in a pitcher, move him to the outfield, bring in a new pitcher for one batter, bring your old pitcher back in for another right-handed batter. It's just yeah. so clever. And that's kind of how the Rays make their living, like, yeah, historically, exactly. is they just do things no one would expect them to do, and it, more often than not, honestly works. Um, yeah, and even, like, at that point, when it's that late in the game, they sacrifice the designated hitter, but they're ahead. The designated hitter, they need to pitch appropriately. Exactly. So, you know, they sacrifice one thing for another, but if it maximizes your potential on the pitching side, then you go for it, you know? Yep, yep. And I also agree with your assessment that the Red Sox probably had the advantage in the wild card, if for no other reason than literally just the team names. And it sucks to say that, but, like, it's the Red Sox and it's the Rays. The Rays, you know, they're the Rays. The Red Sox, though not always awesome, are the Red Sox, a huge market team. Which is another, like, yeah. I don't know if they're going to buy or sell at the deadline, but I've seen both, which is just crazy. Yeah. This MLB season no is so idea interesting. What the Rays are going to do over the next week. I don't have any freaking idea. Yeah, and there's not even, even for teams that are buyers, there's not a huge market because there's so many teams still, quote unquote, in contention that there's not going to be a yeah. ton of sellers. So yeah. there's going to be slim pickings on who you can really go get in the trade market. In general, I think the rosters are kind of set. I think we're seeing the teams, with few exceptions, that are going to be playing in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I think somebody is going to trade for Bumgarner. I think someone is probably going to trade for uh, Stroman from the Blue Jays. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard talk that there's a possibility of the Mets trading Syndergaard. I've heard that as well. Honestly, that would not surprise me very much. Like, I think that would probably be good moves for the Mets. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if they made that happen. But, like, those are really, like, the three big trades that I feel like are either going to or are likely to happen. Yeah. I don't think the Giants are getting rid of Bumgarner. I think I, – I've seen that, obviously, like, they're not a great team this year, losing a lot, though they've been wicked hot. But yeah, wicked hot. Since I think uh, it's either the month of July or since the All Star break, they're the best team in baseball. They're yeah. they're killing it. Uh, I don't think they're gonna get rid of Baumgartner pretty much for that reason because he's like the best pitcher, like one of the best pitchers there are, um, and they can win. They've proven that they can win. So like. Why not hold on to them? And they're the Giants. What They, they always seem to just, like, kind of make it work. It, it's yeah. weird. I don't know. The Giants are, are an anomaly. Um, but let's go ahead and make some playoff picks. Um, so we'll start right where we started in the AL East. Um, 
I don't want to assume too much, but I figure you're probably going to go with the Yankees in the AL East. Uh, yeah, I'll make a bold prediction and say <laughs> the Yankees are going to win the AL East. Yeah, we only got to talk about that too much. I certainly agree. Uh, let's go AL Central. What do you think about that? Pretty interesting division this year. Yeah, I mean, I hope the Twins win it. Yep. Because I would just like to see the Twins win it. Plus, they still have a handful of players that used to play for the lookout that I've followed, you know, when they yep. were minor leaguers. So, for that reason, I hope the Twins win. Um, but, obviously, Cleveland has been hot recently and have worked their way back up into a wild card right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're definitely the more experienced team. So I think even if Cleveland is a wild card, they're a dangerous, they're a pretty dangerous wild card because of their recent playoff experience. Um, but that one is tough for me. Like, the Twins have been good all year, and I hope they win, but it's hard to with the last few years worth of Cleveland information to say that Cleveland's out of it. I mean, we're the only three teams back right now. Yep. So, I like, that one is probably the most difficult race for me to call. Yep, I completely agree. I was going to make the same exact comment. Um, I want the Twins to win so badly just because that would be awesome to see the Twins win a division. Um, yeah. I got to pick the Indians for pretty much your exact reason. They're experienced. Um, you're saying is rubbed off on me. I'm a show-me guy, and the Twins have shown me a decent regular season thus far, but the Indians have yeah. showed me in the past several years that they can win consistently and make yeah. it to October. So I'm going Indians, um, and we'll talk about the wild card in a minute. Um, AL West, another pretty interesting division. Not necessarily uh, in terms I, of who's going to win, but just the teams and the wild card and everything. But Yeah, I mean, Houston's going to win it. Uh-huh. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the beginning and end of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Houston's going to win. Um, NL East. Another pretty tight division. Um, I mean, it is, the Braves are in front in that division right now, which is weird to me. I mean, you, I feel like you wouldn't have guessed that the Braves would be winning that division. No, nah, preseason, absolutely not. You're right. Uh, but it's still pretty tight. I mean, three teams are within six games yep. in that division. So, like, honestly, I don't feel like Washington is going to stay up where they are right now. I feel like Philly is likely to pass them. Uh, and I don't know, I don't really know that much about the Braves this year other than they're outperforming their preseason expectations. Uh-huh. Uh, and I would think Philly is probably underperforming their preseason expectations. Yep, I'd agree. So if things even out over the next month or so, even if Atlanta stays in front, Philly should, you would think, close in on them. Not that I really trust them to do that, but you would think that's what would happen. Yep. So even though they're a little more spread out than even like the AL Central was, this one is kind of tough to call to me as well. Like, just based on the players in that division, you would think Philly would 
beat up. I mean, they've been good recently. They're seven and three in their last ten, mm-hmm. so they keep up a good pace. Like they're as good as anyone. I feel like. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm picking the Phillies against my better judgment in that division. Um, the Braves yeah. have a great young core, obviously Acuna, Ozzy. Um, the Phillies have the better team. When Andrew McCutcheon got hurt, they literally fell apart at the seams for for weeks, uh, and it was yeah. it was pitiful to watch. Um, but they've turned it around. They have, like we said, the better roster. The Nationals, I completely agree with you. They're going to fall off. Um, I'm a show-me guy, like I said. And not only have they not shown me anything recently, they've never shown me anything since they moved there from Montreal. Um, the Nationals... Yeah. Will not make the playoffs. It probably won't even be close. Yeah, By the end of the season, they won't be in contention. Like the ultimate show me team to me. Like I don't give a freaking crap how good Washington is or what you think they're gonna do until they make a playoff run. I'll never pick them to make a playoff run. <laughs> yep, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. A couple years well, ago, when they were like the best team in the majors. Yeah. They just aren't. <laughs> yep. The Nationals are going to fall off. I think the Phillies are going to win that division in a pretty competitive race uh, down the stretch, but yeah. I'm picking Phillies. NL Central. Yeah. I think I'm comfortable with that. The NL Central is now a tough too. Yep. Milwaukee started off obviously ridiculous, uh, and they still have one of the best players. I mean, definitely one of the best players. Yeah, no doubt one of. with everything you just said i don't like the cubs so i hope they lose uh or start losing such that they won't win the division um but i'm not confident it's going to happen they're the best team in the division roster wise they have the most experience uh especially recently like the cardinals are always good and make the playoffs all the time but um this cubs team has been on a run the last five years like yeah you know dominant run so i'm going cubs the best roster in the division Right, and I think that division actually, top to bottom, is going to stay exactly how it is. It's going to be Cubs, it's going to be Cardinals, it's going to be Brewers, and then after that, it doesn't matter, but the last two teams are also going to stay where they're at. Yeah. And the Dodgers are going to win the NL West. All right, let's talk about wild cards. (laughs) Uh, AL wild card, what do you think? We got Oakland in the second, Cleveland a game and a half ahead of them. Then after that, the usual Tampa, Boston, L.A., Texas. We need to 
team in baseball right now and that's bad for them they got way too hot a little bit too early i think they're falling off i agree oakland is not going to be in that wild card um i wouldn't be surprised to see tampa bay and boston but it's i'm 100 percent sure it's either going to be tampa bay and boston or minnesota and boston i'm picking minnesota and boston And the Twins, uh, as we've been talking about show me. In the past couple of years, obviously, they haven't shown much. But the way that they win games seems sustainable. They haven't just had like a ridiculously hot year. They have decent players, decent pitchers, a pretty good manager. They've been like winning the right way, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they're, there's a formula for success there. I don't know how well they'll keep it up, especially into the next coming seasons, but... I think the the Twins have a very legitimate chance. Yeah. NL wild card. Now we got stuff to talk about. Like you said, they got one, two, three, four, five, six teams all within three games. That's just crazy. What's going to happen? Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's kind of a, because the top four teams are all either from the NL East and NL Central, I'm about to say whoever finishes second is going to get it. So, I would say right now that would be the Braves and the Brewers are going to be the two wild cards from mm. the National League. Because I, like, I would like, I think Philly is... If I, if I say I'm going to pick Philly to win the... Right, to right. Win that division, then I think the, I think the uh, Braves are good enough to still make the playoffs. Absolutely. So I'll pick If I was, as far as what I want to happen, I'm completely with you. But if I'm making picks, I'm thinking of it in terms of I'm putting money on this. I don't want to lose any money. St. Louis is going to be Milwaukee. That's just how it's going to be. Same with like the Red Sox race kind of thing. It's just the Cardinals and it's just the Brewers. Like, yeah. that's what history has shown me and history repeats itself. So St. Louis is going to be yeah. there. And same as you, Philly's going to win the division. Braves are in. For me, but I'm 
I respect that. I wish I wasn't uh, so much of a pansy in terms of taking risks with my picks because I want the, the Brewers to be in there. I, I can't stand the Cardinals. But actually, the Cardinals have been good to the Red Sox in the World Series historically. So maybe I like the Cardinals for losing to us in the World Series. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But yeah, Braves and, and Cardinals. And Washington's probably going to end up seven games out of it. Like, not even close. They're gonna right now. They're eight games over five hundred. They're gonna finish the season below five hundred. They're not gonna win eighty-one games. I don't think Washington's gonna collapse. That that is me just kind of being a, a dick, but that's what's gonna happen. That's totally what's gonna happen. They've been hot recently, and they can't sustain a hot streak with a not good team. So they're gonna get cold. Yeah, that's fair. And- yeah, Also, they're a poorly managed team, so they're probably going to shop way too aggressively and perhaps force a trade that they don't need to make just for the sake of making one, and even if they do make a trade, it'll, in the end, hurt them instead of help them. I have literally no faith in the national season right now, which is a shame, living in, you know, this area. Yeah. All right, on to way too early... World Series picks. Uh, we'll start with who's going to be there, and we'll go to who's going to win it. I mean, you have to say it's going to be the Yankees and the Dodgers, right? Um, not necessarily. I, I think that is who it will be. I wouldn't at all be surprised, obviously, because they're the best two teams in the league record-wise. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I don't just think it's because they're the two best teams so far, and that's but in terms of, you know, like, if we're talking about show me team, both of them in the last couple of years have shown have that shown. they can get, I mean, the Dodgers have shown a few times they can get to the World Series, which yep. is what we're talking about. And the Yankees, I mean, even though they didn't make it to the World Series last year, they showed it with a very young team. They could make a deep playoff run, and I would not be surprised to see them build on that success with as good a team as they have now and continue to you know, progress towards another championship. Yep, yep, I hear that. And the Yankees, they were obviously very good last year. They're so much better. They're yeah. playing better. They have a better team. I mean, DJ LeMahieu is out of his mind. Um He's been cold for a couple seasons before this one. He was like a three-time-in-a-row All-Star a couple years back. Um, kind of fell off. Yankees did a great job getting him. He's going to be the AL MVP probably. Um, yeah, the, you know, it's going to be no – one, no one in the NL can beat the Dodgers. The Yankees could possibly lose in the playoffs, but they won't. Yeah, yeah. And the Yankees are going to beat the Dodgers. 
the Dodgers aren't going to yeah, win the World I, Series. It's um, I, I agree with that because like the, the Dodgers always make the World Series now. It seems like and they always lose. <laughs> yep, yep. And now they don't have. In large part, they still have the same names in the bullpen, but they don't have the same level of dominance in the bullpen. Jansen isn't yeah. as good as he's been. Uh, hasn't been as sharp. Isn't thrown with a hundred percent of the velocity he once did. Um, and the Yankees are just gonna beat the Yankees. They're, they're gonna kill it. Don't and they have yeah. um, what's his name coming back from injury soon. Um, what's his? They're, they're, that closer that throws a million miles an hour. Can't blank on his name. Chapman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aroldis Chapman. He's gonna be back by playoff time. They're gonna dominate the playoffs. The Yankees are, are World Series yeah. champs, which yeah, sucks. I, I think the Yankees will. I really hope Again, that for the same for the same reason. I think the Dodgers like have a really good team. They're gonna pretty much breeze through the National League playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, but when it comes down to having to keep the Yankees from scoring for nine innings four times. They're not going to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's very well said. Having to do it four times is really what pushes it over the top. They're just too good to not be able to do that. They might be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it four times. I really don't think they're going to be able to do it three times. I would say it'll probably be like a 4-2. You know, they'll, I feel like the Yankees will probably win in six. But. Yeah, the Yankees might break some kind of record for, like, playoff wins or – or AL, like, fewest losses in the playoffs. They're just, no one's really yeah, going to be. You said what? Or, you know, they might have, they'll probably, actually I think it would be likely if we're making predictions like that, that the, the Yankees will score the most runs in a single postseason by a team. Yeah, no, I I would definitely be willing to make that bet with someone. I think that's probably likely. Yep, yep. And honestly, though, same for the Dodgers, like, the Dodgers are honestly better than the the rest of the NL than the Yankees are. The AL, like Houston, is legitimately yeah, awesome. Um, there's no one else in the in the National League that's legitimately fantastic. The next best yeah. team in the National League is Atlanta at sixty and forty two. They're uh, what's this like? They have seven less wins, so that's three and a half games, and. Eight more losses. It's three and a half. They're seven and a half games back, and they're in second place. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, those are the picks. I feel comfortable with that. Nice. New York Yankees, go ahead and put the crown on them. They got the Commissioner's Trophy 2018. Nope, 2019. That's not the year it is. <laughs> no, I'm glad we agreed on almost everything. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, pretty much everything. You're right. That that very rarely happens. That's sibling rivalry going on. But no, we uh we did our research, I guess. Great minds think that's alike. Like, that's like when uh, Joel Clack goes on Coward and then they just actually agree. You're like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah, those two are hilarious together. That's funny you said that. All right, so that's been me and Tyler talking baseball. Right on. All right, that was Eric Tyler Pritt. Thanks again to him for being here. Love talking to that guy, having him on the show. Um, stay tuned to the Pool Shark Sports Podcast. We'll be back with an NFL preview. Um, I'll have multiple guests on that one, including Tyler Pritt will be one of them. 
Um, we got big things coming. There's a lot coming up in the world of sports. We got summer league for NBA wrapping up. So that means preseason's coming, which means the season's coming. We got basketball. We got baseball. We got football. And hockey starts pretty much the same time as basketball. So it's about that time. Um, and also baseball playoffs. That's always hype. Um, yeah. So until then, keep on keeping on. And thanks for listening to the Pool Sharks Sports Podcast. I know.